Welcome to Maz Garage with Kev Crick and Smokey. On this episode, we're going to be talking about criticism and reasoning and how those two are intertwined. I guess the biggest area for me recently where I've learned from criticism is with getting into more of my art projects, I would seek like satisfaction from trying to show it to other people. And yet, like what I learned from that is I was never happy with the response. Even if it was a positive response or a that's good or good job or that looks great. You know what I mean? Like, is it because it was never is it because they give you criticism that you weren't necessarily expecting so you don't necessarily know how to react to it in a sense yes what i've come to understand at least for myself is there's no response that i want to hear from anybody there's not there's i try to think about what i would want someone to say to me to make me know that they appreciate there's nothing there's nothing there's no words that someone can say like if someone if i saw someone do something to emulate it or if i inspire someone to do something else then that's what gives me fulfillment but not the act of just like you know it's like it's not well, you gotta be you happy could, with it yourself if you could think of what you needed somebody to say why would you need to ask somebody right and that's a question you have to ask yourself but... why are you seeking that outside validation but a lot of time you don't get the reasons behind it right when somebody, Sometimes. the feedback you get, you don't get, nobody gives you reasons. They just tell you they don't like it. And that's it. It would just, right. I think I would have critical. to say it would depend on, uh, on the feedback and it depend, it would depend on like what they're giving you feedback on. Cause I know that like, I've been taught like, like, like my buddy that I'm working with, I've been giving him advice on how to like request feedback from like, like not just getting feedback from myself and not just getting feedback from his mom, because both myself and his mom are going to say, yes, I think it's a good idea. I think that looks good. I think uh, like we're, we're going to be supportive. Like the role that I'm in with him, I, it's not my place to like talk down to something because I, he's, he's just, he's, I'm just trying to give him, give him feedback on like how he can move the idea forward, not step, not take us, not take a step back. But what I'm telling him to do is he needs to talk to other people, people that are not associated with what he's trying to do and just get like outsider feedback and then not necessarily take what they say to heart, but to but to at least acknowledge and maybe even like go as far as writing down what these other people are doing so that you can kind of look and see, put yourself in that other person's point, of, put that in that other person's position and then through their point of view, like what they are actually looking at. So I'm trying to get him to talk to people that like go online so that they have like a frame of reference of like looking at like how a website should look. And then like give feedback on like, do, is it user-friendly? Were they able to find what they are looking to do? And is it easy to find that? And it's been a little bit difficult because he's kind of that same way where it's like he, like people start giving him the criticism or giving him the feedback that he receives as criticism. And he just kind of blocks it out where it's like, no man, like you should really be listening or and at least acknowledging, like I appreciate I appreciate you being honest and I appreciate you sharing this with me. This is something that I really do need to think about. And then it's up to you on how you think about that. If it's something that you don't 
support you don't you don't agree whatsoever with this person's feedback then okay whatever i'm just going to put that on the back burner but when you hear it again then you've got that consistency that okay for the second time i'm just going to put it on the back burner what are you going to do when you hear it a third time then you're going to have to really start paying attention if it's something that you don't want to hear there's a reason you don't want to hear it and you need to address that and that's your how receptive you are to you know, criticism in the first place, because, and that can stifle people from even giving you true criticism, because if your immediate reaction every time is to like, you know, plug your ears and go la la la, like, you know, no one's going to want to actually criticize you. They're just going to be like, oh yeah, that's, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to, you, you do put yourself in a bubble if you don't open yourself up to that. Definitely. And I think a lot of people kind of look for that validation or the reasoning behind yes. like why this person feels uh, how, why why this person feels these uh, why, why this person's opinion is this way that's where too like i, I it's good you should take that criticism and like you said you hear the same thing three or four times from people like you should take it in consideration, but it doesn't always mean it's right because maybe you're doing something that they don't understand. And that, that's where you, you believe or do you really know about what you're doing. But if you see something they don't and you're like, well, give me, a, give me time and I'll show you what I mean. You know what I mean? Like that's something you have to weigh in because you can let people stop you too from criticism. Like if people criticize you and you don't hear what you want from them, like that's, what, that's where I had to stop asking for criticism of a lot of my art is because when I wasn't hearing that thing that was just like, oh, I would like, why don't, why isn't it great? Why isn't it phenomenal? Why isn't it awesome? And it's like, cause you're not done with it. You don't, I'm not done with what I want it to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like it has to, you have to have it to a point where you're ready to share it with others. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of artists, they are so focused on the during that they don't give themselves time to just move forward and get to the result because the result is where you're going to receive the most results or that you're going to receive the most um, bang for your buck in terms of like what you are looking to achieve. Because if, if the finished result, the people don't understand and it's something that you can add more to to help them understand or if it's something that you did too much, and then you know for the next time not to do as much. That goes where, um, that's where it goes into reasoning too. Because like I said, like if someone's like, hey, I like this piece, but like when he, uh, there was one I showed him and he, there was like a shelf that was in it. And he said, the physics are wrong on it. And I was like, you're a hundred percent right. The physics are wrong on it. Like he had, he wasn't just like, oh, that looks all right. Or that looks like this. He was like, no, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't the giving feedback that I show. thought he wanted to hear. He asked my opinion. That's what I needed to hear. I needed to hear like, and that's where I like your you criticism know, is because I know you're going to tell me where I'm being lazy. You're going to tell me when I'm when I'm cutting corners. You know this. This kind of goes back to what we were talking earlier. You know, you've got to find that thing that you are that passionate about where you see your milestones, you know, you got to know how to look past the criticism, the look yes. past the criticism. Yeah. Like the criticism is going to happen, but you can't let, you can't let the criticism be what takes the train off the rails. And you got to pay attention to criticism. Right. Is the criticism 
offering any valuable information. Somebody says it's horrible. Oh, he thinks it's horrible. He didn't tell me why, but oh, it must be horrible. One person's and, opinion. And, 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 and go, along with that, a lot of people, if, if you say something like, oh, I just, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, why? I just don't think it is. If you legitimately can't give me a reason as to why, I'm not going to put your criticism with as I'm not going to give as as much weight to your criticism because you're just like anyone could say anything. I could start I could be driving my car down the road and then someone pulls up to me and says you shouldn't be driving a Subaru. Why? Because they're just not good cars. But why do you believe they're not good cars? They're just not and they just drive away. That's not going to be a good enough reason for me to just drive to the dealership and say, hey, I'm going to sell you my car because someone just pulled up to me and said that I shouldn't drive this car anymore. Yeah. Somebody who seemed to really know what they were talking about. This this person that was driving this other brand of vehicle. You you have to rate the input that's given back to you. When you. When you put your stuff out there for feedback, you have to kind of weed through what you think is valuable and what you don't. Mm-hmm. And you can't just see the negative things and say, oh, you know, you got to find the things that make sense to you. You have to know how to put it through like a filtering process. Exactly. Yes. yes. Right. And We're it's, all on it's your own personal. levels of view. Exactly. You know, we, we all see things completely differently. That's why we're such good friends. <laughs> we see, right. we have different experiences. Things. Like, yes. Yes, we do. It, and I, it's, you were talking about this the other day, how it's, you know, we all kind of moved away and we didn't stay in this touch as, as much as we wanted to, but we were all learning our new traits and we did stay in touch enough to an extent. But now we're coming back with all these new traits, new skills that we've learned and even even as many as we think they are, you know, I feel like I haven't done much because I'm in the same place. But I've, you've made me look back and look at all the weird random things that I've started to try to do. You know, you give me feedback on these things. They've I send inspired. these things. You know, and it's we That's feed we, on each we other. We give ourselves more credit. You're right. Yes. We need that from each other because a lot of times we don't see the value in ourselves and it takes other people seeing that value. You know what I mean? That's, that's where we trust each other's criticism. I'm not going to go to a stranger on the street and say, Hey, ha- tell me how to live my life. You know what I mean? What's your val- view of my life? And it's like, no, yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm not asking you to ha- tell me how to live it, but I'm asking you, I know, I like the way you do things. I like the way you think. And I understand you. What is your input? because I trust you. And it's the same thing that goes back to what we were talking about the other week about looking up all your answers on the internet. And I was thinking about that more. And it's like, who says that person that you look up on the internet is right. That's just, that's just one person's post that they did. It doesn't make them a professional. But when I go to a certain person, it's because I don't know they have some kind of area of expertise in it, Mm -hmm. or I really trust them as a person to tell me that they don't know anything about this or I should look somewhere else. Or if it is someone that you just need basic feedback, then yes, you can go to a stranger. 
but it really just depends on right. the level of feedback that that you're looking for. If you're looking for something that's a little bit more detailed, then yes, you're going to look for some, you're going to look for someone that it's been demonstrated that they have avid knowledge. So that way, you know to put weight with what their criticism could be, and then. When they give you the criticism, you have to also be cognizant enough to be able to acknowledge the criticism because they might be telling you some things that you don't necessarily want to hear. Like, you, like it's, it's almost like have it's almost it's almost in that same level of like having a conversation with your hero and like seeing your hero in the true light for who they are and realizing that they're not this person that you have put on a pedestal for the past x amount of time that you've put them on this pedestal but it's also being able to acknowledge the fact of everyone is different everyone's got their own stuff so where if like if say for example if i were to just bump into mark cuban randomly at an expose or whatever out in public at like an event and I'm just going to say, hey, I like what you're doing. And I support, I like, I, I've, I've enjoyed learning about you and learning how you did things. And I mean, he's a big superstar celebrity. So he might not even give me the time. He might not even acknowledge the fact that we just bumped into each other. It's going to show how this person is. I feel like how I've, what I've learned about him, he would not be that person, but he very well could be. And if he is, I'm not going to stop learning about the guy. I'm not going to stop like, there's a value to be gained what the from guy it, has so. done now if he steps on my shoe and he's a jerk about it then yeah that that person's a jerk it just really it it, it you just you, if something happens that you don't expect you have to be able to accept that it has happened and a lot of people just kind of like they have a bad experience and then they just oh it, oh it was oh like it 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 wasn't a, it wasn't a great, it wasn't the greatest experience or that person wasn't actually who I thought they were. No, they, they are the person that you thought they were. You just thought you expected them to be differently than what they truly are. You didn't know them as well. You, you didn't yes. know them as a person as well. You know what I mean? You've never met them. Like you, you knew, said, that's you your first about time them. actually meeting them. You knew about mm -hmm. them. You knew of them. Mm -hmm. You didn't know them. And, and especially like that's character like, is who you are every single day. It's not who you are when you. And we think about like these like celebrities that we see on TV and stuff, and we see like the personalities that they have in front of the camera. And then you have like people magazine and other places that get these stories of how these celebrities are when they're not in front of the camera. And that's where you, and that's where you start learning different things. And like, People in people that have different resources obviously have different utilization of those different resources. Well, it, look how much more has come to light about other people in that too, where there's so many, like so many people in our time who have been idols or been like these big figures in, in media have come out as monsters. Like time and time again, like all these people that people idolize, cherish their whole life and thought they were these great people, they find out they're just like abusing children and women and all this other stuff and it's like these are people that people you know looked up to because of an image they saw on a show or on a you know from just the small window they they idolize this person and then their whole world falls apart because people are people and people are mm -hmm. fucked up sometimes like i'd, I'd always laugh when like 
TV shows or just like things would give away like a dinner or like uh, <laughs> tickets to like a sporting event with like a celebrity or like something. And it's like that person has the, that person could like 100% care less of who gets, uh, of who sits in that seat and they're just there for the publicity. Like, they're not even really like you, like it could be like tick, it could be tickets to like a soccer game. And then like you go to, like you go to this event with this person and then they're, they're like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't even pay attention to that. I'm bored just here. There, there right. is an interesting episode oh, of Seinfeld like that where, where uh, they got tickets to a, they'd won tickets a long time ago for this celebrity golf event. And they're like cash them in way later and it turns out to be oj simpson like after the whole fiasco and all that went down oh, and it was like man. he was debating he's like should i still go and do i still go and like all that that was like the whole kind of you know premise around it and it was and he ended up going but it's like uh, it's such this it's this status that we put on these on these people who are just people and are good at one thing or get put in the spotlight that we just, we latch onto and we idolize and we, when we blow them up in this much more godly being. And it's like, no, if you watch their day-to-day life, you could probably criticize them and you could probably, you know, there's just a normal person and you just don't person. see them every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Like exactly. When I, like when they I was, at, well, most of them wipe their own ass. <laughs> when I was down in Panama city beach, my first year going and i actually met one of the guys that was on uh the real world for mt for mtv and he literally was just like dude i'm just a normal person like you i'm not any super extravagant celebrity but this guy was like in this club he was advertised that like we've got like such and such from the real world here tonight and i got i was i was happy that i even got i was just smoking a cigarette outside and then he came outside to smoke a cigarette like oh my god it's such and such like but for him to just be like dude i'm no different i'm literally just a normal person but he's this person that's being advertised as this like bigger person like i didn't really think about it make money i didn't think about it at the time because i just thought to my at the time i just thought oh well he probably just says he just probably says that to everyone so that like no one get no one thinks that he has like a big head on himself i'm just like he's probably just like downgrading himself so that he doesn't appear to like be like someone that like thinks too high of themselves but then now that i've had a little bit more time that is elapsed between then and now and kind of looking at it like a lot of these celebrities, they literally are just normal human beings living a life, which is to have children and to grow an empire. And a lot of the celebrity, like, it's kind of like the difference between, like, seeing a celebrity that legitimately has money and has influence and actually helps their community and seeing these people that are part of these organizations that have all this money for themselves and they don't give anything to the community and they just keep it all for themselves and that's like seeing that difference in like who you actually want to be like the person that's actually helping others than the person that's actually that's just helping that yourself you and helping the are, people that are right? around you that paints where the priorities are yes it, i would i would say it definitely does but to 
whoever, to the to the right person. I mean, to each their own. People are gonna want what people. They're they're want. just people. Exactly. People. Nobody's exactly the same. There's some people who think a lot alike, and some people who don't. And mm-hmm. you know, people at, are people, and at the nobody's end the- got the solve all because nobody's found out how to make it happen forever. You know, we all die. Oh. We're we're all born. We have what we have to work with, and that lifestyle is hard get for to them, it. though. Too it is. Even even when you're famous oh, yeah. like that, like you're criticized constantly. Every action you make. Look at like Snoop Dogg when he decided to do uh, Rastafarian music, like. He's been doing rap for 20 plus years and wants to try a new music genre. And y'all who don't even make music want to criticize him and like give him shit. It's like, who are you to tell another person how to live their life when you don't even do that every day? Like literally like how, where do you get the right to criticize them and tell them how they're supposed to live? And it's like, that's gotta be hard too. You know what I mean? Once you get to that status and are trying to progress yourself and everybody wants you to stay the same thing that they remember, like you got to be able to bust past that and say, that's cool, but we're going to go do this because you see tons of shows that fail for the same reason because they, they try to cater to the fans too much. They don't live to their message and what they started for and why they did these things. And they just like, you know, turn over to the criticism. And that it goes back to knowing how to look past the like someone like Snoop Dogg is going to know how to look past the criticism. Like if maybe his business manager would right. have said, "No, Snoop, it's probably not a good idea for you to go into this Rastafarian music." Like, and these are X like A B C X Y Z reasons as to why you should not go into. Then he would listen. He would obviously listen to someone that he gives a lot of weight into. As opposed to like, he's just walking down the street Mm -hmm. and then like, oh, like, hey, Snoop, like, I'm a fan of your rap, but I heard that you're going into Rastafarian and I'm not a fan of Rastafarian, so I'm not going to listen to your Rastafarian. And that's reason for him to be like, well, you know what? I was thinking about it, but it's I'm not going to go into Rastafarian just to keep that one fan happy. They're going to they know that there's a difference between one and a hundred thousand. And there's any th- any but number in between. It's not just one. It's 300, 500. It's oh no, it's that, half that's what fans, I'm saying. You know what like, I mean? so it's, it's like even that. It's, it's 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 one and infinity and anywhere in between. Either your decision, either like right. w- that- when you're an influencer, either one person is influenced by you or infinite people are influenced by you. When you're an influencer, you just that's what you do. And that's either how like shielded you are or how good you like, cause a lot of like people will say they don't even check the comments. They don't even read them because it's such a toxic place usually. And it's like, well, you that's, either yeah, that's what they probably do anything or learn. To they, at that point, they hire a social media manager to read the comments for them so that they can continue right. to have their presence, but it's not actually, and they probably just see like the most, like insp- the most meaningful ones, like ones that like, Oh, I definitely got to show this one to Snoop. But all the all the rest of them are just going to be like, appreciate the support, appreciate the support, love what you're doing, appreciate the support, blah 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 blah. What? Uh, but you can't get. You got to get some of the negative ones. You know, you need to know what your fans. Yeah, that, that's, what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Check like, that against what you believe. It's only going to be like the specific, oh, yeah, the specific ones that like the social media manager is going to be like, oh, right. I actually do need to like this is legitimate, and I need to show this to Snoop. You might want to think about that. Yeah, like you—you you should look into this, or you should think mm-hmm. about that one. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. 
do you guys ever feel like you're too critical? At times, I definitely feel like I can be a little bit too critical. I feel like it's also a, it's a little bit hypocritical because I claim myself to be more open. I, f- I feel like my initial thought is a little bit more critical, but it's my end result thought like after like having my initial thought and then like thinking about it 40,000 different ways and then like okay like at the end of the day this is where I align but my initial thought yes I'd say I'm pretty similar to that I feel like I get that way a lot of times but sometimes you can find that flow that healthy balance where it's like all of a sudden you see something and get an idea and just attack it and at least get it started you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before you, before you just complete, before you just right. shut it down, like not right. that one. Where like you saw something that made it work, so you went. Get for your it. hands in the clay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's like especially working with my buddy. Like he, like a lot of what he's doing, I have previous experience in terms of like what I did with the fraternity in terms of like advertising, and. I've given him my advice. I've given him my feedback and to, 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 and then to see him make decisions that he just completely disregards, like what my input, what my input was, but then understanding why he did it. Because at the end of the day, he felt that like the feedback that I had given was not necessarily pertinent to the decision that they, that they were making. And then myself to also, accept that as well like i'm gonna give you my feedback but if you don't use it that's on you and like you can't complain about not seeing something when someone said something and someone tried you have to accept that you're making that decision not to accept accept what that feedback was in the end you're the one making the decision right Mm-hmm. You make, you, there's only one person who makes decisions for you. There's only one person who makes them for me. There's one person who makes them for Craig. Um, you know, right. we're all limited to, we Circ- all make the it, circle, it circles it back to just being personally accountable and holding ourselves accountable is. for the decisions that we make. And a lot of the times, you know, That's we all make mistakes like you- and we learn something new about ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. We learned something new moving forward. Life and, it's, and it's mostly it's mostly the criticism and the reasoning behind what we have learned that how we have learned it. That's where I feel like the relationship with criticism starts or should start is your relationship with your self-criticism. Like what I've learned is I'm it's good to be hard on yourself and criticize yourself and keep up with yourself. But you got to give yourself a break once in a while. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can't be so critical of yourself that you stifle yourself and stop yourself from even acting in the first place. But you need that self-criticism to, to make your work better, to be, I'm not done with this yet. I can't wait, walk away from this. You know what I mean? It's that, that stance of belief in yourself. My dub a lot of, told me things a lot like of this people and I thought say, it was funny. Smell a the lot flowers. of people say that they are their worst <laughs> critic. And I always tell those people, there's a difference between being your worst critic and also being your worst supporter. And you have to find that medium. Those are kind of the same thing, right? Those are what you have to balance. You know, not every idea you have is a bad idea. Right. Some of them, I'm sure. It's not logically possible. At least half of them have to be good ideas. Right. And I mean... 
with that, you're going to have the good and you're going to have the bad. And that's where you have your filtering system so that you know how to get to your final result. It's true. You know, it's, it's everything builds up. Everything you do in your life builds you up to your, your way of understanding it. And the way you interpret it is going to be different than the way anybody else interprets it, but it's, it's what makes us people because what I inter the way I interpret it might not make sense to you or, or anyone, but it's the way it makes sense to me. You know, it's, it's all these different things happen to us that makes us see things and understand things mm -hmm. the way we do. And it's, and it's crazy to think about. And especially that when just like talking to people in general about like, stuff that they got going on and especially like when they start like describing stuff and it's like well how would you explain it it's it's tough to explain that's what you're just you're just kind of like i get it it like, is and that's yeah like i don't necessarily have to have a full understanding but i get that something could be difficult to be able to explain and that someone's anxiety is rising due to said fact And I think a lot That's of the, a lot of the days that helps. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think that helps too. when like, um, the more you learn yourself, you know what I mean? Cause you can learn better when to mow like when to use the stick and when to use the carrot, you know what I mean? On your own self. Mm -hmm. Like you have to understand yourself first before you can criticize yourself before you can do anything else. You're like, how do I actually motivate? Do I need to belittle myself here? And, kick myself in the ass to keep going or do i need a break do i need to step away for a few minutes right and it's and especially with like i've really come to realize and accept that not everyone is always asking for someone else's opinion they're not always asking for feedback and they're not always asking for criticism per se sometimes they're just looking for acknowledgement and that's where like to, to get to give to give an example i was um i was at a 7-eleven not that lot well probably like a year or so ago and uh on on father's day actually and uh this guy was um purchasing lottery tickets thought it was going to be a thought it'd be a cool idea for his for his father like this older guy, so purchasing it for his older father, like, yeah, that's, that, that's cool. Like lottery tickets. Awesome. And so he was just looking for someone to acknowledge that it was also a good idea. He wasn't looking for criticism and he wasn't looking for advice. I tried to give him both where I was like, yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. And actually, if you want to take it a step further, you've got kids or you've got grandkids, like you can get them lottery tickets. You can get one, you can, or you can get like one for like friends as well. Like you can do this, this, this. And he just gave me a blank stare. And I'm just like, or you can get it for your dad. It's a really cool idea. It's like, yeah, I thought it was a really cool idea. As soon as I spoke his language again, we were back to having our conversation, but right. he didn't even acknowledge the fact that I had trying to get, I tried to give him advice on how to take it a step further. He didn't ask for that. Right. What it's reaction did he it's, give you? What reaction did he give you when you said that? That was the, the it was the, 
which there's a blank stare like the blanks like, it was the it was after i had given him like like yeah i think like it's a really cool down. idea and in fact if you want to take it a step further like that reaction it was just a blank stare but then after i had said yeah i think it's a really cool idea exactly what he said then he's like yeah i just thought i thought it was a really cool idea like that's right. all he was looking for was just someone to say yeah i also think that's a good idea so that's what i gave him what he was looking for and then, he was, and then he was able to move on with his day Exactly. We could have had, that's not, it could have been something where it's like I could have tried to explain where I was coming from, but then I'm just this harboring person that this person once again did not ask for criticism and he did not ask for feedback. All he said was, yeah, I thought it would be a cool idea. But it's almost like a thought for you. You say it out loud. I eat. Uh, but yeah. you saying it out loud, loud was like you making a mental note for yourself, like, hey, that's a good thing to tell somebody later, too. Like, I never, you know, like, and then you acknowledging to him, it was, it worked for both of you in his mind. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause even, cause just using that example, when someone has asked me for my advice on something, I have like, and it depends on the person. Like if I have like, if I have a, like kind of in his situation, if I'm at like a grocery store and someone asks me my opinion on something, I'm probably looking for what they want to hear. And that's why they're asking me for it. Like, I'm not going to go to a grocery store and like in like the pasta aisle and like someone that's shopping for pasta and then I'm going to be like, do you feel, do you feel you like that brand more than this brand? I've used both. And I just, I feel like this brand has a little bit more of a filling uh, noodle than like these other, than this other brand, this other person that's shopping that could be holding the box of the, that I just said wasn't as filling could take what I said. And then they have no experience. So they might say, Oh yeah, I have no idea. So I guess I'll just go, I'm just going to go with what you said because you've demonstrated that you have prior experience with it when I could have just been bullshitting the entire time. Right. But there's still lessons to be learned in there. So there oh, absolutely. Some, even if somebody's lying through their teeth, they're lying from a truthful place at some point. Like they, they get the notion of understanding at some point. And you can usually tell most of the time with people who's, who are like bullshitting, right? Most of the time. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to believe, but they do have, they are getting a lot better these days, I will say. I mean, that's, I guess that's where me, my circle has shrunk as I've gotten older of people like you moving to where you are and then Crick moving out where he is and then me staying here. And I don't know, I feel like I've seen things that make me trust less people but i've learned things from that you know like i've seen my own share of people that make me think about who i try to get my criticism from who i can who i know i can trust what i'm going to get back from them mm -hmm. and i think you know and i and I think, even if you take out the factor of us moving away if both if both crick and i were still back home with you you'd still see that I would, I would, but that's what I'm saying is we, we've all been through this craziness of the different types of criticisms we've gotten from people, right? Crick, go ahead and talk yeah. about your criticism. Tell us what yours is. 
because you've got to be able to relate to this. Which one? I don't know. In Anything more, what I was just trying to get at was that the older we get, the more that we have witnessed, the more yes. that we have witnessed, the more that we have learned, the more that we exactly. have learned, the more that we have learned from. So we never stop learning. That right? ties back into That's what, no matter where you live, good. you're going to have that unless exactly. you live out in the middle of exactly. Yugoslavia in a hermit hut. No, you're still going to learn stuff there. Well, I'm and sure that's, we would, yeah, I mean, because it's new to us. You know, I would, I would argue that you, I would argue that you would. But if you're a hermit that doesn't associate with a lot of people, you're not going to learn as much as what are like you right now? Someone that actively associates with society. Listen, this is friction. Yeah, hermit. hermit. You told no, me no, you no, were no. a hermit I'm, for a while. I'm saying That's like a legitimate hermit. Was, but a I legitimate out. hermit. But now I work. You do. But now I go out. You do. not interact but, with yeah. outside society. Dude, there are still there are things to learn from every aspect of life. Don't ever think you'll right, never absolutely. learn something. Everything can offer And appreciate your lessons. Appreciate your is. lessons. Because like, you answered that guy in that store based on your intentions that you're trying to help and you're trying to inform him. And, and I'm the same way where sometimes I probably should cut that a little bit back and people aren't always looking for advice. It's your but job at the same though, time. At, right, that point. At, the, at the same time though, he, if, if not, he just went up to say something to you to say something to you. So he, if you're going to, and if you're going to uh, hey, like, you if you're going to start a conversation with yeah. me, right. But if you're going to, if you're going to start a conversation and you actually want to have a conversation then let's have that. But if you're just telling me something to tell me and you want to talk at me, then that's not very respectful. Like you shouldn't speak with not with expecting me to say something back. You shouldn't speak with expecting to hear something because it's like your that's words, you your words have meaning. Me. Mm -hmm. Your words, yeah, your words demand a response. You and didn't back, just right. what you say them for for no and reason. Back when, I, back when I was doing the MLM stuff, they were basically training you to have these conversations with people that you initiate these conversations, or if you're lucky enough, they initiate with you and you got to learn how to like naturally guide the conversation to you asking them the question that you want to ask them. But then what, and then in my experience, it's as soon as you are guiding the conversation, the purple or the person typically catches on, that you are guiding the conversation because it's not right. very it's easy scripted, to just naturally right? guide a conversation. And it is a hundred percent scripted, even though they tell you that yeah. they, that you got to be original and you want to be able to like in the heat of the moment. But honestly, the most like you have to have organization so that you can just naturally fly off the cuff. And in that transition between like, going from a script to being natural, the person, like, it's just, just you me need personally. a happy medium. And you need a happy medium of everything. A lot of people that I, that I feel like if you're just net, if you're just standing in a grocery store, just minding your own business and someone just naturally comes up to you and says, Hey, would you like, what are all the, what are all the ways that you make additional money aside from your nine to five job? That's one, assuming that they have a nine to five job and two, assuming that they have additional ways where this person might not want to tell you their business. So they That's might the say, You're supposed they might to say, make who, them feel they like might, they, they need might it. say, who are you? And they might say like, like, who are you? And why are you asking this information? And they might just, they might just criticize you off the bat. But I guess where I am is how would you feel if somebody came up to you? And that's probably where 
you don't do it anymore. So that's probably where your, your feelings came in. I'm guessing, right? A little bit. Like, I feel like where I'm at now, like I am open enough to give you the light, but I'm also cognizant enough to know when to turn the light off. Yes. And I feel like the people that are really successful at that are not. And that's, that's cool for them. If that's what they like to do, cool. Right. But I, I couldn't it's, do it. And that's why I wasn't any part of it. That's yeah, and, and, I mean, and I mean, just in that's, terms, in terms of like what you need, what you need to, what you need to be able to do. Like, that's why, like, I, like, I didn't, I didn't disagree with how it worked as a business structure. I disagreed with the type of people that were the result of that said business structure. And what so you didn't believe in it? In the, I wouldn't. The culture. I, I wouldn't say that I didn't believe in it. Like I said, I supported the system. I supported but how you didn't believe in the culture. Worked. I did not like the result of the culture that was created through the system. Yes. Well, I guess I could. So, I shouldn't necessarily but, say I didn't like the culture because the culture itself wasn't bad. I just. Well, I guess the culture is then at the at the heart the message, at the heart right? of the, the people. So. Yeah, I guess I guess I, I guess the you message. can you can I guess I you guess can say message. I didn't necessarily agree with the what I, part of it. Didn't I agreed you like? with I agreed with aspects of the culture. I didn't agree with a hundred percent of the culture, and it outweighed it. And that's what that's I agreed with the staying in touch with your team. I agreed with the building each other up and like helping each other and actually having a mentor that you can go to with questions and being able to take their feedback and actually being able to apply it but i didn't support that the people that were successful that were able to obtain what you were looking to achieve were so vague about how you basically just got to be able to do it to a t and not ask questions oh my gosh they hide the trade secrets but that's but that that's, that's you're gonna have that anywhere that's where you really just gotta be passionate about you just got to be passionate about what you sell. You know I mean? That's what I've learned with being in sales so long. It's like, if I don't actually believe in what I'm trying to sell, then you're not going to genuinely sell it unless you're a fully fake person and knows how to just be fake as shit and be that shark and say whatever you need to do to make the sale. But if you're, if you're a real good salesman in my eyes, you're passionate and you care about and you seek out to sell things that you actually believe in. And that's where like salesmen have gotten such a bad name over the years because it's like this sleazy term to be a salesman. Yes but not the salesman that I helped develop and the salesman that I believe in. And like, I'm, I want you to be just as happy that you spent money in my store as I am that you've spent money in my, you know what I mean? I, we mm -hmm. should be, we both that's should the, benefit that's from the that way relationship. It should be at the, at the right. sale, the sales Together. industry just got a negative stigma because it was basically just sell, sell, sell. Don't care about questions. Sell, sell, sell. That's you, how it, that's you how, that's how it good was about what at, you're selling. at the insurance agency. It was, Put up the put up the numbers. Put up the numbers. Put up the numbers. When someone's struggling, you just got to continue to put up the numbers. Like someone that's not doing as well, they got to figure out why they're not doing as well. And especially with some something as competitive as insurance, I mean, either 
the number's right or the number isn't. And you have to be able to paint that picture that if that number is a little bit higher, then you got to be able to give them all the benefits and you, you got to say, yep. So even though like my number was higher at that point, if I add in these benefits, it's still going to be a little bit higher, but understand that you're getting the, you're getting all these benefits that you didn't currently have with your current policy. And I just, I wasn't as good of painting that picture because my whole life I was taught to go for the best bargain, go for the best value. If you can get something, something that works as identical to other companies as insurance, you get into an accident, you call a 1-800 number, someone starts doing things to help you out you pay money in terms of your deductible ie and now once once you've agreed to following the insurance process you're following their call so they're going to tell you how to do things and different insurance companies do things differently different insurance companies have their own facility that they use in house different different insurance companies are going to contract that stuff out so you're either working with a company that's affiliated or you're working with a company that's associated or you're working with a company that's not anything with that other company, but that's just how that company rolls. So especially something like insurance that no matter what, you, you pay for coverage and then coverage exists. And if you're set, something like retail where pants are pants. Shirts are shirts. A hat is a hat. It accomplishes, it all accomplishes the same result to cover your body for reasons aside from just having that article of clothing on. Like we wear clothing for warmth. We wear clothing so that we're not inappropriate by society's standards we wear clothing to express ourselves i think i wrote something in the journal about that who who says you have to wear clothing there was once upon a time in human nature where we ran around naked way back way back in everybody normal think how different society would be if we just had like a clear filament that covered our body so we weren't cold from the elements or hot from the elements but, but it then protects the skin yeah it protects our it protects it that that criticism that <laughs> filament that's true but then we are exposed and body type you can hide your body under clothes filament. and think about how different the society our society would be that's if that's what made it a norm. Some, that's if, what made it was a something standard. that you would yes, like you said, you're showing it off. You would have much more criticism, like oh, your body isn't as mm-hmm. appropriate as that person's body, and you would have much more, much more criticism and much more um, it opinionated people. That it creates it would, the standards. Clothes they, are that, a must-have. Yes. Basically, and now nowadays, that's where that's where these clothes you wear them to express yourself, and you wear them for functional reasons as well. Sometimes a lie you can you can lie a lot about your body that you have from clothing, from girls, and all oh my these God. things and different patterns, and, you know. And angles are the most deceptive motherfuckers in the world. I have learned. 
oh, over God. this past year. Oh God! Right? Don't even like, just from like paying attention. Even us. in my job, playing with the CAD and stuff, it's like angles tell a difference. The mountains, like I said, going to the mountains put that into perception. Just the view of the mountains, and then once you get on one, it's like, damn. Yeah, no kidding. You know? Looking at Google Earth and living <laughs> these it things are two are completely yeah. different things. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a yes. lot different looking <laughs> these things are down big. from Google Earth than putting yourself on that mountain. That's on a much larger scale, but yes, clothing to the same extent, you know. Clothing, the patterns on yeah. clothing. It's... The, it, there's been such a stigma I mean, there's a little bit to that the coolest clothes. Like, the colors patterns. of clothing. And how colors need to I'm match. The same where, like, I, I would love to not have to wear clothes and be able to run around naked all the time. But I fucking love suiting up once in a while. Oh my god, I, I just love looking this dressed into a team. Really badass. Nice. Yes, I just mm-hmm. bought the most badass looking button down I've seen in a long time. I looked yeah. and I said, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a nice button down. Because I saw it and it looked nice and Dude. I haven't bought a nice shirt in a long time. It does. I need to go shopping but for should, some new like khakis or something for this new job that I'm th- that I'll be having. Like, That's what I'm saying, you know, just a few things. You only need a few things. Maybe buy two pair of khakis. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. Because then I've got I've got but literally then you get a couple of nice else. shirts and colors. Yeah, and I've got a bunch of shirts and I've got a bunch of like I've got like my dress shoes and stuff and like they like they said i don't have to fully suit up so it's just i i used to do a job that i had to suit up every day so it is what it is i i'm i'm happy that i just i'm just gonna go get these khakis and then it'll, it'll be comfortable how how would you feel kind of first day you wore that new shirt to work someone like question or ask you like oh yeah you oh that's a like, good one if somebody one. commented on it like yeah. the first day or question yeah, the it. first day and it's not negative oh my god what I if your boss question it like what why would you buy that what if i a, do a smart ass remark that's a weird color because that's i know this color was, yeah i know that's why i got it it looked badass yeah. doesn't it you know i want to say that i want to say that that's how it should to impress you i want to yeah, say that's, that's actually is. happened to me like in one of the sweaters that i got that I don't think I, I don't think it fits me anymore. But um, the design, like I really liked the design, or I think it might have been one of the shirts actually. Now that I think about it, like a shirt that I bought that I really liked the design, and then I wore it out with my friend, or I was gonna wear it out with my friends, and they're like, "No, that's not a very good design. Like, th- th- you, you don't wear that. Like, wear like wear something else." But it's like, but I really like this, and. Um, that's what it is man you do it yeah. to impress yourself if you're doing what you enjoy you're going to attract people who enjoy things that you enjoy you know you're not it doing it you to impress good. your friends you feel exactly. good when you look good to you you look good you feel good you look good in your mind you feel right. good in your mind because you have a vision you chose to close mm-hmm. like think every time you come on here i feel like you look sharp dressed you look good every time you come <laughs> I feel on like this he's podcast. Coach us. What? <laughs> you you make me look at myself on hits. here. You I've worn I, a, I have worn a baseball cap every single one of these. And you make it work. You make me want to better myself. The, there was one episode we were talking I noticed my sweatshirt right now. My sweatshirt's off center and it bothers me because you look so you just pull it off. 
You pull off what you do, and I'm still looking <laughs> for what I'm trying just, to do. I'm just wearing a hoodie. You are a higher See, level in your clothing game than I am. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't go. I, I wouldn't go that far. I think that's you being too critical of yourself, Kevin. And not I, I would agree, agree with that. Too. That's I what I'm saying. Agree. We all. You're, I think your. I think your sweater in red, like the, the color combination and the difference that you picked with that, it gives contrast. That's a good combination. <sighs> But because you're so hyper-focused on being perfect, you're like, well, it's out of order. So now this all looks bad. Do you know what I mean? Like that's you guys look so nice. And I feel like I you look could... like a scrub. I'm in sweatpants. But you don't. Ooh, like a scrub. You can appreciate. Tell me one of you don't have Bro. sweatpants on. Tell me one of you don't, I, I, don't have pants on. I mean, like. I, d- d- <laughs> percent. <laughs> I just but need no, to make no, the I'm, camera I'm, like, follow me. It's I'm good to compliment a I'm wearing legs. I'm wearing like appreciate it is. Both, appreciate we all, like um, we all like we all joggers. have our critiques, right? Like sweatpants, joggers at, is what I'm wearing currently. Like, and we're all at different is, levels this at different hat times. Is black. My hoodie is blue. Like I'm right. not. I'm not matching colors by any means. That's all I'm saying though. Is you know we're all. But you could see an outfit. I wear the same outfit and not like it. You could it's put true. on the same clothes you saw him wear. And I have done exactly that. Like it on and especially like about like the outfits that uh. you see in like stores on like mannequins. And then you get that same outfit and you put it on yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this didn't look nearly, this doesn't look nearly as good as it looked on that damn mannequin. That's what I'm saying. I know. But that's the thing is I've dressed the, those mannequins. So that's why I'm so critical. Probably. Honestly. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, we just need to know how to not look like our mother dressed us. I mean, we have to look the way that we feel good about ourselves, from right? From the sweater my mom bought me. She's a I pretty good. I have gotten good, some compliments from some clothes it. that my mom has gotten me as well, and that's where I've I've given less right? weight to. I've I've given less weight to that, but what I've what I've given it what I've given more weight into the idea of like your mother dressing you, like your mother just getting like the bargain brands, and your mom just get and your mom just getting right. like the stuff that's not like uh, like just like the traditional designed stuff that doesn't necessarily like so those popular when in. she was a teenager <laughs> or yeah stuff along stuff along those lines like stuff She's three that, styles it looks, behind it looks you know? nice yeah. professional but like you're not gonna wear that out with your friends per se like I've got a lot, like I have a lot right. of my, a lot of my professional clothes, like a lot of my sweaters and stuff, like they're nice. I don't mind wearing them to work, but I'm going to wear something else to like the company party per se. All right. Right. Knowing the occasion, reading the room. Pre- yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I get that. I was trying to cover up my Spider-Man shirt. Maybe I'll just take this off. I'd probably look better. I mean, whatever you're, whatever you're comfortable with, you know. I mean, I'm wearing whatever this hoodie you feel because it's exactly. cold out. So take that, take that for what I have a long sleeve shirt on. I've been prepared. I've been you in go. this all day. You have, you I threw the sweater on to look fancier. Hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I, I don't need to look. That's fancy. where it's like picking and choosing where we criticize. It's also warmer because, like, it is good to criticize yourself, and it's just like. If we're always criticizing ourselves and never hear an appreciation, that's when we stop listening to our criticism because it's like, you're always giving me shit. Of course, well, of course thing. I did something else wrong. That's the thing though. You know, we, that's, we 
can't stand outside criticism because a lot of time there's no reason given behind it. So if you're going to criticize yourself, at least give yourself a reason because then you have ways right. to change it. Right. If you're criticizing something you did, then you understand, well, then change it because obviously doing it that mm-hmm. way doesn't, doesn't re- net the, the results you're looking for. That's such a good point. And that's honestly like when I've made the biggest change because I've always been a critic of myself, but it's when I actually started doing things so I didn't keep critiquing myself on the same area. It's like, well, of course, you keep doing the same actions, you end up with the same results and you're going to end up with the same critique. And it's like, do something about it. Like, right? just what's, do something. What, again, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting something different to happen. Well, why would it? When you've literally would it, done right? the same thing over and over. You, you said you've been getting in chemistry. That's the biggest tool. Okay, these two things, this is what happens. Okay, these two things, this is what happens. And making a note of those things. You need to, when you start doing chemistry, make notes and share those. That's going to be one of the journals that flows through between the three of us. We'll do. But funny you say that, even on that, there's tons of like experiments that they run into. And the guy that I've been watching on it, um, Niall Red, he was like, uh he would run into things where he needed to change one element from another element and he had like just one experiment to go off of and they're like yeah we think this is what's going on because this is what's kind of happened and it should kind of happen but it's only been one experiment that's been documented and he needs it so it's like he's got to try to attempt that even though it's not for sure that's what he's going to end up with but it's all he's got to go off of you know but it's something that relates to like nothing's two, right? for sure there's document exactly right exactly everything is trial right. and error you learn you know mm-hmm. take your lessons right. from everything that happens you don't have error mm-hmm. if you don't have trial exactly right. and trialing in your head and just telling yourself no for no reason without reasoning isn't isn't trialing right you have to try things Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you right. can, you can run scenarios through your head all you want, but until you actually try something and apply the knowledge that you have gained, all it is is empty knowledge. Every time I get that's, on one of these, that's... I feel like Star Wars things are the go-tos. Yoda, <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Uh, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. that That's where like, I've heard a lot of people say this where you can't learn a new topic off the internet or from like watching videos and all that stuff like that. If I think there's some truth to that. Like if you just sit there and consume and never enact any of the lessons that you've learned and put them into practice, then yeah, that's not going to, that's just going to get lost in you know the ether. But if you put into application the process that you've learned, what makes them any different than online courses that a college student's taking right now? If it actually works in reality. Yeah. And if it's something that you can literally learn from an online course. Right. As opposed right. to that, that something to, yeah, that it's, it's, you can it's... just teach yourself from right. reading online articles. Like everything, like I haven't really like watched any like courses on like video editing. I've just been like looking up stuff online and just kind of going for it and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. And that's, that's, I think a great way to go about it. Cause like that almost stifled my aunt when she was getting into coloring because she read a coloring book that says, this is the way you have to do it. And then she stopped coloring because she's like, I'm doing it all wrong. So if it's an actual course that has a set curriculum for this is the way that they're going to follow. And this is the way they're going to teach and doesn't go, Hey, you know, this is our best understanding of it, but 
you know, try it your own way. Take this right. with a piece of grain of salt and do something with it. And depending like, on, depending on what it is, like some things need a course and some things don't necessarily need a course. True. That is my like, mindset. Very true. I think it's, I think it's amazing that I think they actually have like cryptocurrency courses in some colleges now, but crypto is something that you don't necessarily have to attend college to learn about anyone can find any resources for cryptocurrency online or through other media that's that's what i'm saying there the we are in the day and age where there is literally no reason you can't learn to do anything that you want to do on some level on some mm-hmm. level because everyone has access to their public library and those are thousands of books of stuff for you to yes. check out and read yes and most yep. public libraries have free access to the internet so if you want to look oh, up yeah. like a youtube right. video or something if you're more uh-huh. of a visual learner you can look up youtube video and watch people's experiments mm-hmm. and results and learn how There's to do be it some, some limitations to using networks that are supplied from other places but yes to what you're saying absolutely like it just That's in terms of people having like, those abilities I needed an easel. I know how to work with wood, but I just watched how some guy did his because it's $200 starting off for a decent easel. But he's like, hey, you can make one for 30 something dollars. And I don't know his credentials. It said that he was a painter. I didn't look into it and all that, but I watched his process. It made Physically, sense to you. Physics, it made sense. It made sense to me. So I said, $30 compared to 100, I'll give it a go. And it worked out great. You know what I mean? Like I put it into application and tested it for myself. I didn't put full trust. I wasn't going to call him if it went wrong and be like, how dare you put this online? It was. That's when you engineer something else, make it work. Make it, make it. And it wasn't that you saw this video and was like, okay, I'm going to go spend a hundred dollars on a professionally made easel, but I'm going to remember in my mind, that easel breaks, I can make an easy one for $30. And then if that easel breaks, right. you're going to go get another $100 one. Oh, but I know a cheap way to do it, but you don't do anything about it. It's just empty knowledge. That's what made me feel good about this one in the first place. If this one doesn't work, I can make three of these for the price of one of the other ones. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like three attempts. One of them's got to work enough to hold up a piece of paper. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Something. Did the math made it make fiscal sense? And you know that's absolutely we all we all have our justifications. Right? We're all gonna do what we're most comfortable with. And yeah, it's good to step out of your comfort zone. That's how you learn new things, but it's gotta be for what you want, not you know, that's that's how the never ending rabbit hole start. You wanna learn something, so you need to learn this to learn that. So now you gotta invest in this Mm -hmm. first before you invest more into this. But to get really good at this, you have to invest in this, and all of a sudden it's you're 30 rabbit holes behind where you got, where you were trying to get started. And it's like, okay, which one am I trying to actually do now? You know, it's, you got to take that time. Like, okay, this makes the most sense. Cause I want to progress this. You got to pick something to try to progress with, but you try the rabbit holes. So you find that one. People say all the time that they're like learning about some new topic and then they find themselves on a rabbit hole because they just they that one topic leads to another topic that leads to another topic that leads to another topic that leads to another topic and then they're five ten topics deep where they were really just trying to learn about one topic and then it just rabbit holes are good if you can manage them 
that's the trick it's it's good to yeah. make notes but remember what your main goal is what's the thing that you're what what gets well, you most how, excited right go further down the tunnels too like actually explore it like you you can do a lot of things to a certain extent to see if you like them without investing you know hundreds of thousands of dollars into it you know i could have exactly. bought a really nice easel or i could spend 30 dollars or nothing like mm-hmm. you can you can dip your toe in the water without diving in and see if you like the general aspect of what it is before you invest completely into it you and know see, what i mean I took like a cheaper route. you don't have to i found a cheap 15 dollar easel that is made out of aluminum that's really light but really fragile and i've already got a bent leg but it works. I sketched something that looks really cool on it. It worked for me, but it's not what I like. But I got the idea if, if I needed an easel, you know. Mm-hmm. Yours was only double right. that, but still is... a third of the full cost for a good one. We all take our and, own, and that's the our different paths. You don't want to stifle yourself and frustrate yourself because you're working with inferior tools. You know what I mean? Yes. You don't want to like put it on yourself that you're failing because you're working with a much harder to work or a shitty tool. You know what I mean? And that's exactly. what, so it's like that middle ground. It's like, it's gotta be good enough. You gotta take exactly. the tool out you of got, the equation. And and you gotta, you gotta find what works best for you. Right. Right. What method? Well, yeah, there's tons, there's thousands of ways to do there's, anything. There's, figure out there's what no one, one right way. There's right. no one solve all to every, every what makes solution sense for to anything. You. Yes. That's where I think we just have to be critical of our ideas themselves. You know what I mean? Like explore every idea. But critically think about it is, is it something that I'm passionate about? Is it something that holds my values? Is it something that that's, holds my interest? You know, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. What are it, these things that you, what are the rabbit holes that you've dove the most deep into? Why did you dive deeper into those rabbit holes? You know, a lot of times you get on such a rabbit hole kick. I do anyway. I don't know about you guys but you get in such a rabbit hole kick you've got all these holes dug and they're like partially dug by the time you realize like i've got this thing i don't remember how to use it exactly but i feel like i was somewhere with it something it 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 really it really depends because i definitely i definitely see that more with like when i'm like learn when i'm like trying to like look up something online or something and then i'm like reading about this basic i'm about this basic topic but then in this article that i'm reading there have been three other instances that all have their own topics that I can click on these to take me to another article about these topics. And then it just kind of continues from there. Do you think you really cared about that first topic that much then? If it was so easily deviatable? I think it would depend. You cared enough to look it up. That's what started it all, right? So like, True. I look up a video, I look up an article on video editing. And then I follow an article on how to use Movavi Video Suite. And then I use, follow an article on if I want to upgrade. I follow it. I go back to <laughs> the article again. <laughs> on if I like what what the current what the current one offers. I go and then I go back to the initial article that brought me to Movavi. And then I go on. Um, uh iMovie and then oh but also with this you have to have this with apple and you need to learn about this with this and then you go here to learn about this with that and it, it gets it just, overwhelming it, 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 it gets really overwhelming it slow it slowly tapers down but back to what you were saying i was absolutely invested in that first topic that's how this whole thing began 
Exactly. And, and that's, that's through learning the additional information that the internet is meant to distract topic. you. The internet is a very useful tool, but it is True. created to distract you. Like a lot of people, like, and, and, and like, you have well, to have a plan, I can't say yeah. a lot of, I can't say a lot of people, but a handful of people have said like learning a new topic these days is a rabbit hole because, or, or learning a new skill is a rabbit hole because you can't just learn how to do one thing. Then that one thing can't be applied to other things because of oh, nowadays can. when everything can. can be applied to other things. Exactly. Everything can be applied to everything, right? Everything is just an experiment. Mm -hmm. What happens if you mix and this and this, this and this, this and this, what about this, this, and this, you know, like, ba like, back, in, like back, in, comes from. back in the day, you could be a blacksmith and you could make swords and you could make weapons. But if you weren't selling those weapons, then what were you making them for? Well, because you like, because you like to make them. So you're just making all these things and then they're just collecting. Why aren't you selling them? Exactly. And that's, and, that, and exactly. that's, that's basically the concept. It's like you learn about a new skill, but you should only be learning about new skills that you can, make money off of not necessarily every skill is you can market any skill <laughs> to an extent right that would even, that's that's where networking comes in right you meet somebody who knows who says hey you could sell those things that are just sitting in your, in your corner and then you've got that person selling them for you absolutely you know, I, I everybody has their own sides just making money too because yeah money is a byproduct you you know what i mean like, exactly you do you do what makes you happy well that's where that it's, it's, it essentially, it's right essentially, one essentially they they put it into the equation that time equals money but it doesn't always not all like not it not always but it not just, one to one, it just, it just like, equals it enough to where you are able to survive and where you are able to maintain your lifestyle right what else that, what that's else a bigger is it topic, worth past that right it affords everything it affords everything else on the on that on the other scale but no, it doesn't. You so can go you, treat so your goods and services yourself. with somebody for food. That's not money. Exactly. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that money is the end all. I'm just saying that no one can live in life without having a degree of income. That's true. That's true. Unless, the society that unless they're but, in, unless but, they have but you decide a different medium. But you decide how you get that income and how much you need. yes how much you need to live hundred percent. 100% on both. You can decide that. You're in yes, total you control of that. And that's that's all you can worry about, right? Is the things that you can control. That you have mm -hmm. total 100% control of. And then you factor in the variables. Mm -hmm. What are the other, what are the wild cards? What are the things you don't have any control What of? matters to you? What are the outcomes of those? Exactly. Right. But you, you only focus on the things that you 100% can control. And that's things that are important to you and what you need and how you go about getting the things that you need it goes back to what you said who makes decisions for you right you right exactly 100 percent. It, it it goes that's where too is like money can't be the first goal because it's like they always say do what you love and the money will come there's not usually going to be money there in the beginning there you're doing it out of passion you're doing it because no one else is telling you to do it and it's but like you are evolving you that to do skill it in the process Right? right, exactly. You're expanding your skills because, but you're learning also that you give a shit. That even if I'm not making money, 
I'm still going to be doing this because I need to do this. So how can I make these two, you know, me? And it's like, it, it's, then, it's about fulfillment, money and fulfillment. You realizing that you are not passionate about what you do. It's like what you said. How does it feel selling stuff that you aren't passionate about selling? Right. And you use those skills. If you can sell something that you're not passionate about selling, imagine how good you could be at something that you are passionate about. And then as you get more and more confident with it, it's easier to sell it later if that comes. Well, that's where, and especially back when I was in sales, like they just tried to educate you that the greatest salesperson can sell anything. It just comes down to your personal style. So if you can be enthusiastic and if you can exemplify that you have a full knowledge of the product when you maybe understand between 25 and 35% of the product, or if someone asks you a question that you can't answer, you can get them to the appropriate person that can answer that question. But knowing, knowing and understanding people, like the great, like, like if you're a great salesperson, you should be able to, it shouldn't matter what the product is. And if you, if you have a passion behind wanting to give someone a product that betters their life, then you can absolutely talk that shit up. And then it comes to your mind. It's, is what you're trying to sell really worth your time in your mind? What are you trying to prove, right? And to some people, if the money's not right, they're going to be asking them themselves those questions more, but if they're making a boatload of money selling whatever it is, if it's not broke, why should they fix it? Hey, hey, that's the prerogative. That's what they enjoy doing. They're good exactly. at exactly good for them. Like think I, think about like a, person, think about a person th- think about a stockbroker that represents a client that makes like they themselves make a decent amount of money because they properly represent their client and they're not just like ripping people off left and right like they're they like they're actually like invested in their client they want to help their client do better because the better that their client does the better that they do that's where i have this conversation a lot about marketing and like that's where i feel with like you said a lot of people say a good salesman can sell anything to anybody but I feel like when you have that power over people, when you, when you learn that sales ability, you're learning how to manipulate people. You're learning how to oh, use 100%. their subconscious mind and all this other stuff. So the, the thing is, is like Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. How are you going to use that? Are you going to sell it like someone beyond their means, something they don't need that's going to make them not be able to pay a bill when you really know they don't need that, they'd be fine with the lower version or they'd be fine with the cheaper version, but you know, numbers count more. So you have to upsell that. And like, that's where you got to check that in with yourself. It's like a good sale, everything's perspective, you know, so to a, to a company, a good salesman who can make the most money to me and on a communal level, I think a good salesman takes empathy in their customer doesn't sell out of their own pocket. Cause of course, someone who has the means to spend that higher money, you should respect them and not try to sell what you think they're worth, but to what they can spend. But it's like also for the broker person and understand they don't need all the bells and whistles. They probably are trying to get by. So maybe there's a more affordable option for them. See, in terms, that's not always the most fiscal in terms of being a consistent 
and aggressive salesperson, you have to know how to take emotion out of it. And that's one thing that I could just never do. And that's why I, I don't feel myself as that's a, their opinion. As that's where I can't relate. A salesperson. Yeah. No, because, and the reason I say that is because the people I have researched and the, and some people that I have seen, like, they're not like, like that, like that's not false. Like in order to actually be able to continue to sell, because when you're making, when you're making the sale, you're making the sale. If that's, like, it's them, this it's is probably them, where the give, theory of them, giving, them giving you their money is their acknowledgement of making the sale. It's them deciding that they want to give you their money. And if you're making the money and you take emotion out of it, then you're going to make the money. But if you have emotion in it, then you're going to look at the person's best interests and you're not going to want to take their money when they're not getting the best product. And the best salesperson exactly. isn't going to give a crap about that. Exactly. Exactly. But that I'm with you. I, I can't pull that emotion out of it. It's you know? not easy. And that's why I like, I, but that's where like, after knowing all these, that makes you human, all, man. knowing all these jobs that I could be doing that all of us could be doing, I could be a mortgage broker yesterday because they're always hiring that position because it's a highly aggressive and cutthroat sales position. And if you can take the emotion out of it, and if you can call and sell and call and sell and call and sell and move on and get rejected and move on and keep moving on, you're going to make it. Well, I'll say this because I, I get that. That's, that's, the, that's what you've seen work. And I've ran into this multiple times in management where I've been told you can't, you know, treat, they're going to walk all over you if you do nice things for your employees and all this other stuff. I've seen firsthand that you don't need to be a shark to be a successful business. I got store manager of the year, had highest numbers in, this, in the district, had, you know, top SOPs. And I didn't let sharks be a part of my company because it, sharks will get the sale that day. But the difference is, is the shark won't have the long game. That customer is no. not coming back and buying $30 from you every single week. They're going to get that one yeah, big exactly. Everybody, get. Yes. What can there's I get a, out of this this time? What, right. how, what's the most I can get right now? Well, you're right going to have the people now. that are in it for the long game and for the people that are in it for the short game. In my opinion, the long game pays off more, but it's harder to, it's not that instant. Well, yeah, because it's the long game. Right. And no one wants to play the long game. And then like, there's even a King of Hill episode about it where it's the same thing. They're in a competition. He's making no sales because he keeps informing people and they leave. But at the end of the competition, he wins it because you gave them information and you invested in them and you've looked at like treated them like a human being and they respect that. And they're going to come back to yes. you every single time. They're not going to go anywhere else. They don't care about your price. They don't care about you trusted them as an individual. You, they feel like you're honest with them and they're going to come back to you every time. I feel That's like what I are talking about the episode of when it's exposed that he's been getting taken advantage of by the car salesman. No, this is the one where he's uh, he, Bobby starts working at the shop and they have to sell so many propane for the propane extravaganza. And the guy that he informs uh, works for a restaurant and wants okay. to restock all of his restaurants with propane. So uh, he gets this one. Yeah. 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 Gotcha, gotcha, and it's like, gotcha. I've seen in practice that method work. So the thing is, we're stuck to, well, this is how it's always been. And this is how it works. And that's what they can tell you all they want. But I've seen a one-to-one -one thing of genuine care about your customer people work and make a shit ton of money. 
and fucking work well because you're playing the long game. And it's not instant gratification. It's not because, the most comfortable thing. Well, because I, you're respecting would, the human side of people. You're, right. you're appealing to humans. And I would also right. argue that it would depend on the product that you are selling. If it's something that you just need to sell one and move on to the next, as opposed to playing a long game where you sell one, they, they tell their friend, you sell their friend, their friend tells two friends, you sell those two friends, and then it moves on. Where, like, where's the fun in doing the same thing over and over and over though well that's why right? we that's why we punch in punch out eight hours no, a day. no 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 we punch in punch out to fund the things we want to do uh, to pay our bills and to fund the things we right, want to do in but life. we literally punch right. in and punch out i mean some people it's the same thing every day something it's some people it's different some people, some people appreciate that, which that's fine. But they're doing their own thing in their free time, right? They're they're golfing. They're they're doing things that they consider fun from their perspective. You know, right? That's what it is. And I don't know. Some people have the long goal of finding the thing, so they don't have to be the guy who punches in and punches out. But in right. the end of the day, that's that's what you're doing. But you you are in control of enjoying what what you're punching in and what you're punching out to do what Absolutely. what is the thing that you're doing and even even if it's funding even if it's you know this podcast isn't meant to to replace our nine to five job if it if it does that somehow that'd be awesome but that's that's not the full intention you know we're doing our our right. nine to five job and it's something we either hate so we're going to find something out something else or we can choose to like it or you know you find something you like to help pay the bills or something that's worth doing to pay the bills to fund the things that make you happy either you absolutely love it you absolutely hate it or it's somewhere in between exactly i'm yet to find well, someone that it, has a fourth but you, you gotta find the that same separation for everybody too. though is like criticism and if, at the end of the day, if you listen to the criticism of what people are going to tell you, then you're not giving yourself the most opportunity that you could be giving yourself. And, you know, this is kind of relating back to what says. You've got you've to gotta moderate everything that you do. You know, work can only take over so much portion of your life. Money can only control so much portion of your life. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you have to find where your happy values are with things. If, if you put too much focus in something, you'll notice it because you've got high anxiety or high stress about that thing. So it's find a way to control that by building other things around it to help build that into a more communal structure, you know, you know, it's, and it's a patience game. Right. Nothing, nothing in life is instant. Everything takes time. Absolutely. You only have Absolutely. so much energy. You have only so much energy every day. Where are you giving it? Are you giving any back to yourself? Are you giving enough to the people you care about? Or is it all going to your work? Or is it all going somewhere else? It's like you have a certain amount of energy every day and you have to be critical of what you spend that energy on. You know, is it worth your time? You know? And that's, that's where reflecting days, you know? Yes. They're, they're, and, and you can call them veg days, but you, my veg days are my like, you know, I find time where I think about myself and what I'm doing and why I do these things because I get bored. 
I get bored with my days and I just kind of think about the things that I'm doing and, you know, put it in perspective, realign everything, put everything back. What matters to you? You prioritize it. Right. Give yourself reason. Yes. Reason Give yourself for reason. Doing what you're doing. Yes. Again, if you're going to criticize yourself, give yourself reason and reflection days are criticizing days positive criticism days and it may not be what you want to hear but it's it's progress right Mm -hmm. you're progressing you're you're better maybe what you need to hear yeah not what you want but it's what you need yes you know those are two different things but it's we can't always have what we want and we can't always sit there and just reward ourselves, reward ourselves when we haven't done anything. You have to work for it and you have to have that personal relationship with yourself to be able to call yourself out and be like, dude, what have you, why are we doing, we haven't even done anything yet today. How, why are you taking a reward already? Like I said, like, that said critical of yourself. My four-year-old constantly calls me out for things because he's heard me say things because, you know, I'm a, I'm an out loud <laughs> thinker as I'm doing things. I'm like, well, why would you even do that? like talking to myself and, and I'll explain it like what I was doing to myself out loud, still talking to myself, but I'm listening to it. And so if I do something and give it to him, he will call me out if I skip that step again, mm-hmm. because I've, I've already called myself out and he doesn't know better. So it's like, you're my little conscience. Damn you. Get away yep. from me. <laughs> <laughs> Let this mistake slide. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but at the you same time it's like oh my god you can word it because how much more impactful it is when you know it's a lesson for you you know what yes me? he's the reason i write in a journal you know he makes me realize things about myself that i never so thought i never realized about myself yes kids will do that so i'm told it took me a long time to appreciate it though i mean I feel like I missed a lot of the beginning of his life. I mean, I was there for the whole thing, but I was I was still a kid, you know, to an extent. You were still, I mean, and and he's not he's to made say me learn things about myself. Not to say that you're wrong. an old man or that you're a you're a kid. I mean, you are who you are now. I mean, you're not someone that knows everything. You're still learning things constantly. We're all right. constantly learning things. Exactly. You know, we're, we're constantly bettering ourselves. That's the goal is to constantly become the person that you want. I, I told you a quote that I wrote down in the journal a long time ago, correct? That I, I started recording myself down here just all the time for a little bit there. And it's see the person or see the change you want to see in the world, you know? Yeah, like, be, the, be the change you want to see. Be the change that you want to see. No, 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 no. I was recording myself though to see the change because it's one thing to be the change and to preach be the change, but no, I sit down here all day and it's like, oh my gut hurts. Oh, I don't feel good. And you know, you go back and watch a video. It's like, well, yeah, you sit on your ass all day. You're gonna sit there and bitch about it. Or you're gonna do <laughs> something about it. Yeah. And that was the that was the reasoning for doing it because I know I'm doing it, but so I need. So that's I where need that, to see it to believe it. That's where that comes from. Like actually that's, see the change. Like you can yes. be like you can be that change, but if you're not actually seeing the change of the change that you want to be, that's something a, that's a little bit different. I am a fucking hypocrite with myself, hardcore. I can 
I can come up with some things that <laughs> I think are the most profound thing in the world, but I won't myself act on them. Even though I know it's in my best interest, I will not act on them. I tend I'll to acknowledge be the same it. on some things. Some things that I just, I know for a fact that I should be doing. And it, it makes logical, it doesn't make logical sense why I, I'm not doing, but I just am not doing. And that's, that's, that's where I that's write it goes down. To that. Writing it down is good, but going back to that trigger point, going to like what I was talking about earlier today um, is before you have a chance to unreason or give yourself another reason why you aren't, shouldn't do the thing you're about to do, just do it. Do it before you have any other reason, before you have that counter argument, just do it. Give yourself and, the chance to make that one and that zero. Right, right. Just you can, you can push it away all you want, but if you, it's already done, there's no excuses you can make. And exactly. if there's excuses at hand, start knocking them away so you don't have anything to go against. Mm-hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day. So the quote that we're it's, ending off. and it, who, Rome was not built in a day. And it's, it's a pain in the ass, dated cliche that is annoyingly truthful because it relates back to criticism. You know, you're going to self-criticize and no matter when you're finished with it, other people are going to criticize it. And, but what did we hear about Rome? It was just this mythical city. It was this great city for its time, right? Uh, yeah, I think, I right. think, it, I think Rome was in the middle of the day. How long did it take? Do we know? Was it two days? We don't know how long it took. We don't we just know, know it wasn't built in a day. It just comes down to, and it evolved over time. I'm sure it comes down to committing to wanting to be the, to wanting to wanting to be the best that you can be and knowing that it's not going to be an overnight change. And its beauty only came because people knew the reason behind their doing it. They felt strongly enough to build what they were trying mm -hmm. to build or design what they wanted to design because they sold themselves on the reasoning behind and you have it. They to, didn't you care have to what think anybody back else in those thought. days, there was probably a ton of people that were criticizing what they were trying. Like you're trying to organize your own your own society, your own like monarchy or whatever Even architecture. To, the, to the level like yeah like they're like they probably received You're trying a lot new of criticism, architecture but they everything. powered through everything's new and they made one of the most influential cities of our time and that's why we still talk about it to this day exactly and it had its flaws of its own you know it wasn't perfect bad. nothing ever has been nothing ever will be i think mm -hmm. at a i think at a point like this one day one one day one day let's uh let's end this recording one day okay one day we'll end this recording one day All one right. day stop are that. we just gonna keep saying one day is that how we end stop our show that. one, one stop day 